Hey, Lizards, Gizmo here. I wanted to share some of the cigars we'll be smoking in May and June, so you can smoke along with us if you'd like. For Cubans, we've got Hoyo de Monterey Double Coronas, Partagas Aliados, H. Upman Half Coronas, and Monte Cristo Open Eagle. And for New Worlds, we've got Davidoff, Winston Churchill, and Bellicoso, Diamond Crown, Julius Caesar, TAA Shark, 2023, Liga Pravada, T52 in Corona Viva, and Davidoff, Late Hour in Robusto, with much, much more to come. Have a suggestion? Email us. Hello at loungelizardspod.com. That's hello at loungelizardspod.com. Our podcast is supported by the Fabrica Five Cigar Company. Straight from the Honduran factory to your hands, the company was built by Rob Isla of Friends of El Habano and Bon Roberts fame and Cuban master blender Hamlet Peretti's. The entire cigar line is blended by Rob and Hamlet and is refined with feedback from a hand-selected tasting panel, the Friends of El Habano Forum, and smokers like you. You can even jump on the FOH Forum right now and post reviews and comments. And you might even hear from Rob or Hamlet when you do. Rob has opened the discount floodgates and now exclusive to Lizard listeners, Fabrica 5 is offering 10% off the entire store. That's all five packs, all 25 count bundles, all 50 count bundles using promo code LIZARDPOD at Fabrica005.com. That's code LIZARDPOD, one word. Plus, worldwide free shipping from Miami on all orders over $125 US. Again, use code LIZARDPOD for 10% off the entire Fabrica 5 store right now. That's Fabrica005.com. Fabrica005.com. You must be 21 years of age or older to order. Fabrica 5. No boxes, no bands, no bullshit. And now, let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Lounge Lizards Podcast. So good to have you here. It's a leisure and lifestyle podcast founded on our love of premium cigars, as well as whiskey, travel, food, work, and whatever else we feel like getting into. My name is Gizmo. Tonight, I'm joined by Rooster, Senator, Pagoda, Grinder, and Bam Bam. And our plan is to smoke a cigar, drink some tequila, talk about life, and of course, have some laughs. So take this as your 70th official invitation to join us and become a card-carrying lounge lizard. Plan to meet us here once a week. We're going to smoke a Cuban cigar tonight, share our thoughts on it, and give you our formal lizard rating. We discuss Castro's diplomatic use of this cigar and its value versus current price. We preview our upcoming trip to Cuba, and we debate Rooster's breach of lizard protocol, all among a variety of other things for the next 90 minutes. So sit back, get your favorite drink, light up a cigar, and enjoy as we pair Don Falano Tequila Añejo with the Trinidad Fundadores. A classic Lonsdale from Cuba tonight, the Trinidad Fundadores. It's a 40 ring gauge by seven and a half inch cigar. A very revered, very hard to find. Despite being regular production, it kind of falls alongside Sir Winston's. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Partagas Lusitania's, Cohiba, I everything. Think, I think it's a flagship cigar. It's a flagship cigar for Cuba and uh, has a lot of fans and a lot of folks who don't really get it. So I'm curious how this room will uh, uh, see it tonight. Yeah, some people like this. Some some actually don't. Yeah, they're not huge fans. Well, of, those that uh, don't should be lashed. The fundy. I've heard, I've seen a lot of people say like if it was a third of the price, and we'll get to that, mm. that they wouldn't buy it even at twenty or thirty bucks. Wow. Yeah. All right, boys, let's cut this thing. See, we're getting on the cold draw on the wrapper. The one thing I will say when I open this box today, this is a box from twenty eighteen. Um, I find these wrappers to be kind of not as pretty as the younger ones that I've seen and smoked. Yeah. It's a little toothy. It's and it's like it's kind of got like a hazy thing to it. Like the 19s and 21s that I have like have a little bit more of like a 
like a gloss to them or even like a risotto type, like a reddish type of color. These to me are just dull. Yeah, I'm such a giddy fan of these. That doesn't, none of that bothers me. No, I, I agree with that. I, I feel like the younger ones have a little bit of a sheen. You can kind of see a little bit of the oils and the older ones. Um, it's like a very matte finish. And even the 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 leaf is kind of veiny, veiny. and a little toothy on the older ones. Yeah, it's yeah. toothy. And I just, I just think the quality of the leaf or whatever that leaf was at the time in 18 is just different. Not saying better or worse, just different than... But certainly what they're putting out now. But they even years before that, I think I have 16s mm -hmm. of these that look very similar to the 18s. I think 19 and and beyond, 19 and newer. Newer. Um, they're more they, pristine. Yeah, they're more they're prettier for sure. Well, with the prices now, I can only imagine the wrappers. Be. They should have gold leaf. <laughs> in them. So what are you guys getting on the cold draw? Mine the cold, is it, delicious, it, dude. It's dried fruit all the way for me. It's fantastic. I'm getting like oh. Cuban coffee, like a little desserty. I think it's a dessert for me on the cold draw all the way. Cuban coffee as opposed to <laughs> New World coffee. Don't get ornery. <laughs> we are talking to the coffee. Cuba, Cuba doesn't here. do coffee. This is true. The coffee snob. The fruit. The me, fruit is definitely. Me and Giz have yeah. the same machine now. So. That's, That's true. true. That's true. Yeah, I worship. And we that use thing. the same coffee bean. We do. Lavazza Super Crema. Super Crema. Lavazza is the best. I will. I get that on. Uh, I have one? that on Amazon Lavazza's Auto Delivery. Yeah, love their stuff. Nice. All right, boys. Let's light this thing. The Cuban Trinidad Fundadores. Again, it's a Lonsdale, which we could talk about. I certainly thought it was a Lancero yep. coming in tonight. As did we. 40 ring gauge by seven and a half inches long. Classic Cuban pigtail on these things. Um, Love the pigtail. Yeah, I know you yeah. do. See how they do tonight. You know, prior to the price increase, I, I've always coveted this, this cigar. And it's little brother, the Colonialis. Those two cigars were just two big things that I had to have at all times. My cigar is absolutely magnificent on the light. Mine is too. And the funny thing is I've smoked a number of fundies. Uh, the draw is wide open on this. That's not always been my experience. Some are either a little tight usually, but this is perfect. Drawing perfectly. I have not smoked one of these in a while. This is excellent. I don't know what to say. Wow. It's delicious, man. Come on, Pagoda. Let me hear it. <laughs> Right? What do you say, Pagoda? Yeah, well, wait. I have nothing to say. It's <laughs> <laughs> delicious. No, Pagoda, it's, don't it's, draw this too fast. No, no, no I, won't. Yeah. I won't. You know, I've become one of the slowest smokers out here now. I don't know what's going on. We, um, we've talked about this a lot with cigars of this size and smaller even uh, on the pod. And I think we're kind of uh, right now in a zone on the podcast with Lanceros and Lonsdales. Those small ring gauge, a little bit longer. Um, this is no different. This is an elegant, elegant smoke that you need to... Smoke slowly. I'm very happy. Yeah. Very happy. So what are you guys getting on the light, flavor-wise? I think the amplified dried fruit and the coffee is more pronounced on the light for me, in addition to the fruit. Getting some of that mustiness. Yeah, which I love. Which is really nice. Which you don't get. I find the younger ones that have a little bit more oomph to them mm. than, than these. I mean, these are, what, at five years now? Coming yeah. up on five years old? It's a nice... Bunch of years on it. What are you thinking, Grinder? Trying to get my head around it. Mm. It's um, definitely got the mustiness, which I love, but there's so much more yeah. Uh, nuance. Yeah. It's got like a, a doughy thing about it. Mm. It's got the dried fruit, the coffee. Yeah. A little chocolatey, maybe. A little bit. It's Absolutely. like a fruit cake. Yeah. It's yeah. There's some complexity yes. here. Absolutely. I'm not getting much 
of the twang that I get sometimes on the younger ones. Mm. Get a little bit more of a, like a saltiness. Honey. Get like a honey. Mm. Get a little like a honey dried fruit. Yeah. Right. You, you know what's funny? I was I was trying to smell the cigar right before we lit up, and I thought I was smelling a bit of cocoa when I went through it, but it might have been the eight nine eight. <laughs> that senator we was said smoking. it was smoking. Yeah. <laughs> That's so aromatic. I'm like, I, I just like what eight nine eight. You know, one thing that Gizmo taught me indirectly is to put it vertically under your nose, just right at that burn line. You really capture some delicious aroma there. Could you, be, you could have put could it be. a bit higher, like burn and the nose line. No, that's awesome. It right. could it's be just, horizontal, horizontally also. It's a little different. Vertical. It's you different. The I like thing. to get it right up in there. I like it like this. Yeah. Stick it up your nose. Yes. Just stick your tongue out. Taste the ash. <laughs> Go ahead, Rooster. Give it a lick. <laughs> so funny. I was about to say that's what she <laughs> There's like a nice um, cinnamon on the retro hill, like mm. on the retro hill finish. I get baking spice, yeah, on the retro. I am relieved that, the, as Senator mentioned, the draw is ap- appropriate. It's perfect. Just a slight bit of resistance on this. You know, because as we've talked about so many times, you go and spend the money on a cigar like this, and what, 20%, 30%, you're going to have draw problems, you're going to have an overpacked cigar, you're going to have an underpacked cigar, which is crazy given that these are, what, $80, $85, $90 now? I was going to ask, I've seen them for 110 that's a little high. I've seen them for 80. So a box just came up. It's a new box, 2022, and it's going for about 15. Mm. $1,500 so for that's not, a box of 24. So there are boxes of 24, yeah. So that's 62.50 a stick, which is still high. It's still high, but if you want a fundy, I mean, for me, it's it's within the realm of possibility. That, that, that doesn't sound nuts to me. It's because I love the cigar. Uh, thank you for the cigars because I thought that was 15 a stick. So. No. No, sorry. <laughs> so uh, these have a long history, which I'll go into. Uh, pretty interesting history. But first, packaging-wise, they come only in a varnished semi-boit nature box of 24 sticks, which is classic for Trinidad. Most of the other Cuban lines come in 25s. Uh, Trinidad comes in 24s. There was a 12-count uh, semi-boit nature box discontinued in 2012. They also commonly you'll see like fivers in cardboard packs, which was discontinued in 2010. Uh, and they had a 50 cab of Fundadores that was discontinued wow. in 2006. Oh, I would love to get my hands Can on you imagine that. a 50 cab of these? How magnificent that so would be. Sexy. What a celebratory oh, evening that would be to get that just box. Just cracking that open. Amazing. Wow. So, um, yeah, these are, these are really, really special. These were originally put together as a diplomatic gift used by Castro um, only only to give out to diplomats. And there's a common uh, thought that this cigar has been around a lot longer than it was. There was a, uh, a diplomat, uh, diplomatic Trinidad that Castro used, you know, in the 80s and 90s, I guess. Uh, but it was a different dimension than this. This was mm. actually uh, originated in 1997. Mm. Um but you can find, like, in some of the European auctions and stuff, you can actually find those diplomatic Trinidads wow. that were given out to really? diplomats on, wow. on auction. I guess they're probably ridiculously priced. But, mm. um, yeah, they have, a, they have a pretty amazing history. So um, I, I was reading about this, and, uh, and one, of the guy, one of the guys, whoever wrote that article, mentioned that it was actually started in 1969, 
And in 1997, it went public. Meaning, hmm. it was brought to the public cool. uh, to be purchased. Wasn't this Castro's? Uh, he only used to smoke. Like it was just made for him. Uh, it, w- it was made for him, his and his and government s- friends, and right. for him to give out to diplomats. Just like the Cohiba, too. I just like the Cohiba. That's how that started. And I think that he smoked a lot of Cohiba and a lot of Trinidad, um, were his brands. Um, but you know, like I said, the version. It's commonly thought that this was the specific cigar since the 70s, 80s, or 60s even that he was using, but it was a different different cigar. This was uh, created in 1997. And I think it was put on uh, put on sale for the first time in 98. I mean, I won't lie, just the history with all of that in this cigar is what early on made this always really intriguing for me wanting to try. It's like, you think about this this awful dictator, but who has the ability to just have any cigar he possibly wants created and made with some of the best tobacco and rollers money can buy. And the fact that he chose this, some of those Cohibas, I've always wanted to try this for that reason. I said, obviously, this has got to be a pretty a pretty impressive smoke. And I remember the first one of these I had, I mean, I, I was hooked ever since. These are just awesome. Do you know the difference between the 1996 version, this version we're smoking, and the the you know the 1969 diplomat version yeah so it's it's there's not much different the original we're not going to call it a fundadors the original trinidad diplomatic gift was a mimic of the cohiba lancero size the legito number 1 which is 38 by 7 and a half this is 2 millimeters larger in ring gauge by 7 and a half so it's not much different so i i do wonder what made them go when we're going to release this to, to the public let's add 2 millimeters to the ring gauge and make it a forty in a Lonsdale. I don't. I. I don't know what that would be. I don't know what, but I'm glad they did. Mm-hmm. I just like you know some smaller ring gauge cigars are not necessarily known for their smoke output, and I love with this cigar and other Lonsdales that are just a little bit bigger than a traditional Lancero. I feel like you get more smoke output, and just it increases how like aromatic and kind of the experience when you're smoking the cigar. I, I love that. It's great for the room. If a bunch of guys are smoking this like tonight, it's it's a delicious aroma. Yeah, it smells it's, amazing. It's amazing. This is like a meal. Yeah. yeah. There's so much flavor. It's delicious. So because I, I find this fascinating if you guys don't tell me to shut up, but um I shut think this up. is very <laughs> <laughs> You set yourself up. <laughs> well done. Uh this is very cool that they only made uh in the in the 90s, they made these only in plain cedar boxes each containing 100 cigars. And at El Aguido, they only rolled 20 of those boxes a month, 2,000 cigars a month for for Castro, his cronies, and gifts. I guess for diplomatic gifts. So that's it's pretty amazing. that That's a pretty low quantity. I'm assuming maybe one person yeah. was rolling those. You, you assume what we learned in Cuba, Bam, every cigar roller is rolling about 100 cigars this a day. This is true, but you know, it's like, it's like the theory less is more. When you roll so many, so few of an incredible cigar like this, it becomes a myth, yeah. right? It's unattainable to a degree. Yeah, so these have been sold as much as $700 per cigar, the diplomatic uh, versions of these. Scarcity wow. definitely creates demand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So uh, Trinidad has a bunch of other um, wonderful cigars that we are fans of. Uh, the Colonialis, as Bam mentioned, which is their Corona. 100%. Love, the, love, love. The, and we did that on the podcast, right? We should look up yeah. the rating. Yes, we I do. will. Yeah. Uh, the Petite Corona uh, is called Reyes. There's a Petite Robusto called the Vigia. 
There's a double Robusto uh, Casa del Habano exclusive called La Trova. And uh, Rooster's favorite, the Robusto Extra, is called an Esmeralda. Mm. You love that cigar. I do. It's a little short Robusto, right? It's what not, about the it's uh, long. The it's a long. Oh, is that right? What about the Media Luna? Media, Media Luna is Luna. another petite Robusto. Which, it's also a Topes. And the Topes is the last one, which is just their, their mm. Robusto. And there were a lot, you know, there's a lot of discontinued cigars and special releases. They use this brand for fancy humidors. And, you know, it's because because of the story and the history for, you know, since the 60s. Um, now, when you guys were in Cuba, did you go to an area that's called Trinidad? We did not. No. No? Okay. I'll take you there. <laughs> Thanks, Rooster. I need I'll you. Thank you. Then. Cut, <laughs> cut the mic right now. <laughs> He's going to take you to Gibraltar for the next trip. <laughs> I will say though, when we were there, just a yeah. little side note, the Partiga shop had a huge stockpile of Trinidads, various vitolas, not fundies. No, but everything else you mentioned, more or less, and that was like an awe of it. It's incredible to see. I mean, this is what's funny. I feel like in some of our cigar groups, um, we've seen photos recently of guys posting from uh, La Casa del Habanos in different countries. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was in the Caribbean. In the islands, yeah. And um, it, there were just stacks and stacks of Trinidad boxes in that photo. And yeah. it just signals, I mean, clearly not everywhere are people willing to pay these ridiculous prices that now Trinidad and Cohiba are going for. Well, you know, and we've seen that too. We've talked about it. I think you mentioned uh, I Havanas. There were Cohibas sitting on there yeah. that normally would go up and down oh, like yeah. any other cigar that that is pretty popular. And they've just been sitting there because they're just so exorbitantly priced. But you and I met someone who we hope is a future guest here. He owns a place on one of the islands. Yeah, Juan. Yeah. He told a mutual friend of ours of a massive stockpile of Cuba, of Cohibas that he went through in five days. And you're talking boxes that are over $2,800 per box. Yeah. And they're 10 counts. In five days, he went through his entire stock of Cohiba. It was, it's incredible. It's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, you look at, you know, Trinidad, I think, and I, we've talked about this on the pod. I, I think Trinidad is going to suffer a little bit differently than Cohiba because, you know, Cohiba is the flagship brand uh, marca of, uh, of, of Cuba. Trinidad is not that brand, and it's not as well known by people who are not deep into the hobby or aficionados and know the story. It's just, it's different. So I wonder if the pricing is going to be able to sustain for Trinidad. They might just be trying to find equilibrium, right? Like they, they could, they're just, te- they're probably testing out where they where it fits on the supply and demand curve. Like they might still be making money off well, of this. Well, the right? one interesting fact yeah. is Iliguito's. Both, they're rolling both Cohibas and Trinidad's. Yep. It's the only factory that's doing both those cigars. So I think that has a lot to do with, I guess, branding and pricing the cigars because they're made in a single point location. I don't know. So and that's then, new, by the way. Yeah, the, yeah. According to the new price for Colonialis, 24-count box, $1,100. Wow. For a Corona. I want to punch the guy in the face that set Isn't that, that price. Isn't that insane? <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's unfair. That's crazy. It's anger. It just makes me angry. So what are you guys thinking about the cigar right now? I don't know. I got a floral salty on the yeah, big time. back of the palate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very accurate, man. I'm this, getting a lot more salt than, than you were alluding to, guys. This reminds me a little bit a little bit of like an LGC MDO number two. Oh, yeah? 
<laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Not the number from well, the number we'll, two. We'll be sampling that someday soon. <laughs> yeah, we have a story to tell about that in a little bit. No, but, you don't. Let's first talk about our uh, pairing tonight, the Don Fulano Tequila Añejo. Uh, I haven't sipped this yet. I'm very excited about it. Senator was fortunate to find a bottle of this. We've heard so much about it. How much is that bottle, Senator? I think I got it for 90 Worth every penny. It is. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Really, really freaking good. Wow. What's cool, Rooster, before you sip it, put your nose, just keep it at the nose to get that that uh, floral aroma. It is amazing. It actually gets some caramel in your nose there. Yeah. Right? What are you talking about? Rooster's having the non-alcoholic version. Please. Oh, is that right? Oh, okay. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Don Fuleno Zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's really delicious. I think it pairs perfectly. I mean, I've obviously I've had plenty of fundies before, um, and we Ricky, who we've had on, introduced us to Don Falano one night. And um, did we have thinking, the Añejo with yeah. him? Oh yeah, I don't remember. Oh yeah, this was you know when we had this with him uh, when we were here Cinco de Mayo. Ah, do you remember that? Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a great bottle. On the bottle, I actually like, they give you some information. I feel like most bottles you buy, it just says the name and how much alcohol. That's about all you'll know about it. But it says, um, uh, a state grown family owned for five generations, naturally fermented, distilled in copper, selected mature agave, proprietary yeast, well water, hundred percent natural aged in French oak casks. It's 80 proof. And the bottle is beautiful. It's like one of the, the nicest yeah. looking bottles I've seen in a it's while. It's beautiful. Just a tall glass with this kind of nice rounded top. Is that a wide mouth cork? It's a, with yeah. a glass top. It is a cork. Yeah. With yeah. a glass top. It's cool. Get a hefty viscosity on the, it feels like a it's, molasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The tequila, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Does it taste like a rum? Yeah. A it does bit. have that yeah. sweet rum characteristic. Yeah. Dare I say it's for me? It's probably one of the best tasting tequilas I've ever had. Wow! And this is the first class, first time I'm ever trying it. So, do they make this in extra añejo as well? It's a good question. I'm not sure. Let's see. So this is añejo, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Truly delicious. I think this is actually. You know, we were going back and forth what to pair with this cigar tonight. Yeah. And bam, you had mentioned rum. Uh, and we came up with Don Falano, and I think that this is actually the perfect recommendation because it's big time. It's kind of the best of both worlds. It, it has that tequila smoothness, a uh, little bit of bite. I think it pairs well with the cigar, but it has that rum. But kind it has of, dessert yeah. quality too. The quality of the dessert, the, the sweetness, really, the rum uh, sweetness. There's works. a dessert quality. Yeah, too. the flavor yeah. notes. If you really just sip, swirl it a little breathe bit in your mouth, and, and breathe, and, and just really try to pick out what's in there. It's a ton of dessert notes that I think are unbelievably similar to the Fundy. This was very intentional. It's, it's insane. There's even a creaminess to this tequila. You get baking spice in it. You get a little honey. Caramel. Bam, and caramel, yeah. spot on. I mean, these are all notes that you get in a Fundy. So for me, the pairing, um, I think they're very, very similar. Rooster, to your question uh, about an extra Nejo, they do make one. Mm. Um, it's this cool rectangular blue bottle. Uh, it looks like it goes for about 200 on most sites. Uh, we should try that at some point. <laughs> Mere bag of shells. <laughs> for rooster. <laughs> Not for me. I'm just smelling it. It doesn't smell like tequila. Yeah, yeah to me, it smells like rum. <laughs> it's, it's awesome. Oh, you smell the agave. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you definitely so smell good. the agave so when good. you put you know like Ricky when you put your entire nose in it. Yeah, but the caramel it's like, like it hits you with that caramel right in the beginning. That it's kind of reminiscent Big of. Time. Uh, so of one rum. one of the things that Ricky said that has stuck with me is that sometimes it's best to drink it quickly because it takes off some of the bite and a lot more of that sweetness comes through. And I find it it doesn't necessarily need to be drunk quickly because it's so smooth. But it definitely amplifies some of that sweetness if you just kind of don't gulp it, but you know you don't you don't swirl it around a little bit. Yeah, it's it's quite good. You know, I had the El Tesoro a few days ago in the club. I'm not, you know, I haven't had that very often. I have to put that in this like one and two for me. It's from the point of view of taste and flavor, excellent, really delicious one-two punch. I agree with you. I, I really El Tesoro Añejo is probably my favorite. I'm just starting to love it because yeah. I haven't had it very often. And this, I mean, obviously this is impossible to find, so I'm so glad we're having it tonight, but this is right there with it. And I don't remember this in May. All points bulletin. If you guys see this, just grab a whole bunch of it. We'll pay you. Okay? <laughs> same same price point with the Tresera. Altasoro? Probably. Altasoro is pretty close. It may yeah. actually be a little more. I don't know. Altasoro. I don't, I don't remember. So. No, no. I think they're around the same. So the Altasoro is the one that has the Lafroy cask, right? That's, I think that's a special. Yeah, that's one of their special ones. It's yeah. a special that's one. That's the one you, not, not you the had one in Florida. Talking. Yeah. Hmm. How was that? I loved it. But I like peat. Um, so did you get a lot of peat out of the... Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. I mean, well, any, well, anything coming out of a Lafroy cask, you're yeah. going to get peat. A lot. Not a, I wouldn't say a lot, but I got. I definitely got some peat. And uh, I thought it was nice. I thought it was well-balanced. It wasn't overwhelming. And if you like that subtle peat, it was just... Paired very nicely with the agave. I just like for this Don Filano, I, I think it's one of the smoothest tequilas I've ever had. And I was pursuing a spirit. Like I want full, it kind of like cigars. I mean, I want full flavor, but delivered very smoothly. I don't love an aggressive bite. Um, and I think this is just like a, a truly refined spirit through and through. Yeah. Mm. Great for the holidays. I yeah, think this year be round. A, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, but I think I do think it would be like the the rum. I always like rum around the holidays, mm -hmm. around Christmas. This is slotted great, especially since we've yeah. kind of gotten into it with the Appleton and the Foursquare. Yep, I, I kind of reach for that when I can't have a cigar around you know Christmas time. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think this is this is really working though. This is really working. What are you guys thinking of the fundy right now? So good. I hate it. Delicious. Is this? <laughs> I, let me ask the room. What? Is this cigar worth to you? With the best experience you've ever had with the Fundadors, what is the most you would pay? And don't be shy. What is the most you would pay to have the best Fundadors experience you've ever had? I'm getting shy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to go first. Uh, for me, uh, $40, honestly, is, is kind of my max. Wow. Um, I, wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay 60 something dollars for this. I'm sorry. Um, I love the Fundy, but... Here's the thing. I I am there is not a shortage for me of cigars that I can find and enjoy that are firmly medium almost all the way through. I don't think this ever gets full. I think at best medium full and I think that the point of time at which it gets that is even a small portion of the cigar. So I usually like this as my first stick. A lot of the times it's in the afternoon sometimes early evening, but this is not a stick that I traditionally reach for late into the evening. So I don't, I wouldn't call it the most versatile, 
when I do and light this cigar, it's always a fantastic experience. But for me, for all those factors, I don't think there's a shortage of sticks that deliver this amount of flavor or strength. Um, and how I'm able to slot this in my day, I, I couldn't see myself paying more than 40. Hmm. Yeah, I would, I would go up to 50. That's where I'm at. You know, I think 1200 a box. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we, we paid like 650 for boxes That's of the these. Thing. Not too I paid long five, ago. 580, I, I think. And when you go above like 40, 50, and then you start comparing, like, hey, you know, we had the My Father number four. So we get like 70, 80% of the notes that we get out of this in that cigar for like under $10. Right. So, and then you start like kind of comparing. So this is, you know, at that at this price point right now, are you going to smoke this every week? No, I'm going to smoke it maybe once a month. If at that, most. you know, at the most. I'm so, reaching for this maybe twice a year. Yeah. So for that, it's a special cigar, a special occasion. So you'd pay between 40 and 50 bucks. That's fair. Now, I don't know if you can even get these at that price. Are I you reaching for it twice a year because of its scarcity, its price, or you're just... It's not in your wheelhouse. No, I mean, listen, if I had unlimited resources, I'd probably smoke it a little right, more. Right, right, right. Um, you know, when I compare You would it, if you had unlimited resources. Yeah, but yeah. I compare it to other regular production cigars that are hard to find, like the the Sir Winston mm-hmm. Lusitania. I'm going to reach for... Money aside, I would reach for them probably more than I would this. Um, I really like this in special moments. This, to me, is a holiday cigar, a birthday cigar. It's a celebratory it's a cigar. Celebra- it's an elegant... For a special moment. Yeah. Like, this was yeah. one of your first, like, yeah. real love of Cuban cigars, too, right? Cause, yeah. And like, it was, because it was, it was easier to get for me than Lucy's yeah. and Sir Winston's. And now it's the opposite. Now, for everything that you just said, I'm willing to pay $60 mm-hmm. for that, for that experience. Yeah. Because I covet these. They're, for me, it's a special cigar. And if I, again, if I had unlimited resources, I'd have this once a week. I would have it once a week. It would be in my normal rotation. So, so, so grind aware of you because it started at forty. You told her you reached sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm We're gonna, not bidding, but I like it. <laughs> I'm going to come back to the baseline. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go above forty. And that's where, as soon as you asked the question, that's where my mind was at. And um, part of it is I don't. I just don't. It. You know, I don't like paying more than forty dollars for a really good cigar because the the points have you know haven't been made by senator. There's so many good cigars you can get. Um. And uh, it's a wonderful cigar, but you know, once you get above forty, you, are you really getting that much more value for each incremental dollar? I don't know. Yeah. At least not for me. Yeah, I don't look at it that way. I don't. Yeah, look I mean, at, but uh, I guess for me, it has to be. You know, it it becomes like in that special category. Like you have a box, and that specialness and it, gives it uh, that a certain. You know, there's a certain panache that it has, right? Because yeah. it is special. I think about this like I do the Classico, though, and it's in its pricing, its scarcity. I mean, obviously, it's not discontinued. Yeah, it's not. But I just, I don't, I look at them. I'm proud that I have them in my tower. Mm-hmm. Me too. But I just don't reach for them. So I guess here's another way I'll, I'll try to articulate why I'm having a hard time, especially with a $60 price point for this. Mm-hmm. Cigars that I'm willing to spend a lot, right, 50, 60 bucks a stick for, are typically cigars that I wouldn't compare anything else to it. It's like, there's that and nothing else. There's no like poor man's that cigar. 
and I think of like the Vegas Urbana Classicos. I've never lit another cigar and sat mm-hmm. there and said to myself, this is like a VR Classicos. Not once. That's true. That cigar is almost unlimited what I'd be willing to pay because that's the only one that can deliver that experience. In the New World side, like the Padron 80th or the Padron 50 years, I've never lit another cigar New World and yeah. said, you know, this is very similar to a Padron 80th. <laughs> I've never had that happen which is why I'd almost pay anything to recreate, continue to enjoy that experience. We have said with a number of sticks that there are fundy-like notes. And so kind of how Rooster started by saying like, there are some budget sticks that even you can get some of the flavor notes that are here. Yeah. For me, it's why I can't put a, a really aggressive premium on this cigar. Not discounting the fact that obviously I love this cigar. I think it delivers a fantastic experience, mm-hmm. but there is a, a a lower limit to what I'm willing to pay only because I feel I can get some of those notes in others. But I mean, just to retort really quickly, a cigar that is in, incomparable to any other cigar is twice this. That Vegas Urbana Classico is a hundred and what is it now? No, it's not. No, it's, it's not. Forty bucks. No, forty dollars stick. Forty dollars now. Cuba got a box for market? forty bucks yeah. a stick. Yeah. Is and that I, right? And I would be willing to it pay should, more than that. The scarcity on those cigars, those that that does not align with a dramatic increase in oh, price. I apologize. I thought it was not much available. more than that. No, because they're really? not. They're not so well known like this that they command on the the resale market. I mean, they just I, don't. Oh wow! Just it's like I, I mentioned, a Padron 80th. Obviously, you know, we lit an age when I brought that. We gave it ten. That cigar retails for $36 a stick. And the Padron yeah. Hammer is 50 and mm-hmm. we get it at Atlantic VIP for 42 That's right. Exactly. And that is an unbelievable experience. It's so, a great cigar. So I think we don't value the Padron 50th in that like esteem level as this. No. Because it's readily av- available. Right. It's not scarce. It's not scarce. Yeah. So, you know, if that cigar was scarce and you couldn't get it and the price point went up to like 80 bucks. You would actually think that that's a better value than a fundy is, because of the size. It's a bigger, it's a bigger cigar. It is, yeah. You know, and it's it's a it's a great smoke. It's, it's a bit perfect shorter. Every, yeah. It's perfect every time too, which I, you cannot yeah. say that about the fundadors. Right. Oh, you get a box of twenty four, you know that there's going to be probably four to six. I've never had a bad fundy. I've had some tight, not ever tight I've tight had tight. Yep, yeah. same. So we didn't get. I just wanted to ask Pagoda. Pagoda, as of right now, just to close out the the value. Or top dollar on this experience? Where are you? Where do you fall in it? So, so I'll tell you. I thought I thought Sanders was going to say eighty bucks or something. I was at forty. I said, let me put fifty percent. But when even forty, I can't go twenty. So I'm like twenty. No, so Can I'm you like, leave, please? <laughs> but but yeah, I think forty is a pretty fair price for this. So, guess you had a Cohiba Lancero yeah. recently. Yeah. How does this compare to that? So I was gifted a 2008 Cohiba Lancero. Uh, you can't um, compare it. I can't compare it to this. It, it, I would take that over this. I would. Now, I have 21 Cohiba Lanceros that I think we'll probably do it on the pod at some point uh, in the near future, I'm hoping. Um, I I don't know. I think they're pretty neck and neck. We'll see how the experience goes. I don't Has feel... anyone here had that cube, uh, Cohiba Lancero? I haven't. I had You've one. never had one? No. So oh, if I did, it was a long time. I don't yeah. even remember. I had one in Cuba. Mm-hmm. One. And I regret not buying the box. It was stellar. It was young, but it wasn't overly humidified. It was really, really delicious. And what did you pay there? It was 40 No, it was less. Really? I think it was like 32 bucks. Wow. 
Well, that okay. That's yeah. It was cheap. I mean, it's for that that's, cigar. That's not reality. The it's Cuban, not reality. You, you guys will see it. When hold we go on. To no, no, it's so not reality. But I only asked it because Senator, hold. I what paid... do we think it's worth? And the fact that they there <laughs> think it's worth under forty dollars. I think no. Is but what you're experiencing here's what you're experiencing. This is what I wanted to say. I bought a Sir Winston there, not to interrupt you, for twenty two dollars. I know, but the reason I mean, why it's skewed. You had to fly. He to doesn't Cuba even know the reason. <laughs> the reason why is these shops have <laughs> just true. recently kind of reopened. This stock has been sitting there. They don't update the pricing until the box disappears, until they replace it with a new box. What is that box? Been there for 10 years? It's probably been there since b- I mean, before a Sir COVID. Winston for 20-something bucks. Yeah, it's probably been there since before COVID at, uh, at was, Havana Libre. And the Sir Winston I had there was really off the charts. So, so why, was, why didn't you go back the very next day and grab every single cola? Be, I'll, I'll smoke because again. I was, you know, I was, I was, uh, we were a little apprehensive in bringing stockpile of cigars home. You brought 38 sticks. Yeah, but they were free. Uh, yeah. From the Particus Festival. Yeah, it was a question of risk. You right. know, yeah. Do we want to They risk? were all free. Yeah. Yeah. So um, as far as Cohiba Lancero, I mean, obviously that's a crazy price stick like this is. Maybe a little bit more available, but I'm curious what this group thinks of that. Um, the 21s especially. Now, Cohiba's kind of known to five plus years is really where they hit their sweet spot. Don't disagree. But the young ones are smoking really nicely. They're as ex- you experience and I'm experiencing. That young Lancero was spectacular. Can we talk about this for a second? So I was also under the wrong impression, like you were, Giz, that this Fundadoris is a Lancero. Mm-hmm. This was news to me tonight that it is not. It's a Lan- so, Lonsdale. Lonsdale. So there's the Cohiba Lancero. What what does that compete with? What other Cuban Lanceros is that competing against? I think that's the only one. Wow. I mean, that's. There I, were I a always lot. thought these two it's were ins- in competition. It's and insanity. Not. It's insanity that there's only one Lancero. They're so close. Um, th- that I think that's the only one that's a 38 by seven and a half, uh, but it's a famous uh, the Ligido number one. That is the Cohiba Lancero. It was that's that's that cigar with, with the pigtail on it. It's a classic um, of that size. Um, but you know, there were a lot of them similar, but I think Habanos discontinued them in the that's 2010s. So bizarre, it is. Yeah, and I think that's just trending towards the the people preferring larger ring gauge. Mm. You know. I have a question for you guys. Where would you slot this during the day? I'm kind of with Senator, either in a late afternoon or, you know, kind of first cigar of the night. I don't think I would. I don't think I would put this in a second, third, fourth position but, in a session. But don't you think that also kind of, uh, um, like at least in my experience, what I find is that, you know, where you slot them during the day kind of also affects the amount you are willing to pay for it, right? That was my point exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's not nearly as versatile as a number of other sticks that I'd be willing to pay more for. But I'll say this: if and and going back to and we're we're all going to Cuba, right? So if we were sitting in Cuba and we had a phenomenal, you know, seafood dinner with some great white wine, nice time, little rum, and you lit this after that dinner, I guarantee that I know I'm speaking for myself. I'm speaking for the group. We will have a phenomenal experience with the cigar. So I don't think well, sure, that it's seafood, something lighter. But if we had steak or a heavier meal, we're sure, not going to pull for sure, this at we're, all. We're going to go for something else. But I'm assuming that's going to be a 10th cigar of the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very possibly. Very possibly. But everything changes when you when you land in Havana. There's something in the air. Everything changes. Yeah. Your plans get skewed quickly. Yeah. Everything changes. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think this is a great evening kickoff cigar. It's just so elegant in the hand, too. I, I mean, it's just, 
I, you know, we've said it, it's ad nauseum at this point. It's just a sin to me, as you just asked, and we answered, I think accurately, that the fact that there are not more cigars like this, there's not more cigars in the size of the Cohiba Lancero. There's not more Lonsdales in the line. There's probably four. You know what's interesting too? Like we're pursuing all the, a bunch of new world Lanceros because we love that shape so much and they're so elegant and beautiful and they all are smoking so deliciously. There's, you know, there's a lot to be said about that Vitola. That's what I'm just so surprised. It's I mean, crazy. it's crazy to me that you have new world manufacturers that are coming out with more yeah. Lanceros or even smaller ring gauge. Like we were just talking about before we hit record the new Davidoff uh, 2023 limited mm -hmm. edition. That's a Panatella yeah, Extra. Right. That's a new world stick. They're making intentionally smaller ring gauge cigars. I just don't know why Cuba's not well, producing some more variety in that space. Not, they, they were late to the thicker ring gauge trend. Yes. Mm. So I'm not surprised they're late to this next wave, which is kind of a pendulum switch shifting back, you know. Maybe maybe it has something to do with new Habanos ownership. Yeah, I don't you know. know. And that's a, driven by Asia, right? So that the gentleman's Asian, so that Asian market may be going for that larger ring gauge. Yeah. And they're driving the market, clearly. Yep. Unfortunately. 100%. Yeah, I just, you know, and I'm glad that we're kind of in this phase right now, not even on purpose. It's not like we sat down and had a meeting and said, let's smoke Lonsdales and Lanceros for the next six weeks or eight weeks on the podcast. We've just kind of done it. And we've found a lot of great new world, you know, small ring gauge cigars yeah. that have really, really performed well. And we're going to continue that over the next few weeks, hopefully. Yep. We've got a couple good ones coming up. You know, it's funny. I brought the My Father Lancero. Senator handed me the Don Pepin Lancero. I'm wrapping up my entire night with those two Lanceros. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Senator yeah. walked in tonight, gave me the Don Pepin and I the, can't uh, wait and to the Davidoff. I, I haven't had that either. And the, oh, God, that's that's very good. Yeah. A lot to talk about. He there. didn't give me one. <laughs> I, that's nonsense. I gave him a Davidoff right when I walked in. He, in fact, got the first cigar when I walked oh, we're in. We're talking about the Don Pepin. Uh, you gave me my first one of those. <laughs> you know, as Rooster calls out Senator, I think it's time. To oh. I want to bring something to the right, first of all. Wait, no, 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 Gizmo has the floor. I still have the floor. Mr. Roostower. Someone tell Rooster to pipe down. You will have you will have your opportunity. So uh I wanted to bring this to the Lizard Council. Uh because I was I, I found this to be an absolute breach of Lizard Protocol. Um I didn't know there was a fucking protocol. <laughs> so our friend O in California. <laughs> I love it. Somehow discovered on Bond Roberts. Keep that going. I like that. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> that uh, our friend Rooster had posted a very, very hard to find box that we all love. It was scandalous. Scandalous. I was... When I tell you the air left my lungs so fast when he sent this picture that Rooster had posted on Bond Roberts, didn't tell us he was doing it. This guy, gentlemen, posted a box of La Gloria Cubana MDO number two. Dude. I for hope it sale on Bond Roberts without notifying us because you know that we would all probably say, hey, we'll take that. And I'll pay fair market for it. Of course we would. I didn't know that. No, dude. How, that is you right, joking. So time out. <laughs> time out. <clears throat> you guys just said you would only pay 40 bucks for a stick. I didn't for say this. that. For, for this. this. I didn't say so, that. So hang on a second. 
The only reason I'm confused by this, I was probably the least upset when I heard about this. I, I didn't really care that much. But when I hear you say that, the only thing you have to understand, so you got the MDO number four first. Mm-hmm. And I wanted the number two because I really love Alonsdale. So I sourced a box of the number two that two I boxes. split up. Two boxes. Two boxes that I split up with you, with Rooster, Giz, and Bam. So I think if I bought two boxes and split them, you should know I obviously like that cigar. 100%. And it's impossible to find. It's as, if not more impossible than the Classicos because it is really a yeah. revered, and impossible to find cigar. We all have partial boxes of that, and if we can add to that stock, I mean, we would be lining up at your door. So our friend O in California, who's been so generous, he is uh, really leave, a wizard. Leave, leave O out of this. <laughs> He's just not part of the pod. So we just go He's back to you guys. He was You guys all furious. know that... You guys all know that I have boxes of LGC MDO number two. So the box that I put up is a 2013 you box. Have plural boxes? I do. I have three boxes, four boxes. Holy smokes. So I put up the 2013 box because I compared just the other day I had a 2013 one, then I had a 2007. The 2007 box blows the 2013 out of the water. Out of the water. So I said, let me just, let me just sell this box and... I mean, I brought it up, but you guys have never mentioned that. Hey, we want to we want to smoke the LGC MD. I don't remember two. you. And I don't. Them. Huh? We have them, but yeah. not that many. We I have, have six. I haven't yeah, touched one in over a year and a half. Right. So if I have three boxes, I'm willing to you know share those. If you're willing to pay the price, you've already broken our hearts, though. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, I it was a ma- I, it was a major breach of lizard <laughs> protocol. Absolutely. And I think the council needed to hear this. Brothers before the public general public. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, you know, Look, was, so so he was fired. So going up, going back, I took that box off of BR. It's not under on protest BR anymore. Under protest, yes. I I took it upon myself. By I took, force, I took I took. Was the this box before or after was, Gizmo? Before <laughs> after Gizmo called you out on it. Gizmo doesn't doesn't matter. The box is still there. I have four boxes. <laughs> Gizmo it doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't. I mean, what's the, what's the difference? If I have a box that I don't want, I'm going to sell it on BR. What's the big deal? I just if think you guys have you have sold a bunch of stuff on. on I haven't. Uh, I've sold one box ever on BR. I I'll show you my account. I mean, just I'll show you my account. Just maybe not on BR, but the other site. Sure, but you guys all know what I'm doing at any given time. Mm-hmm. No, you don't post that. Say, hey, this is what I'm selling. You guys want it first. You know, you haven't done that. I've I'll, never sold anything that this group would want. No, oh, so that's it. exactly what I thought. Oh, so I said, let me put it up on BR. MDO number twos. That's a different story. Well, I have I have enough of those. I don't want the 2013. And the box is going for like $1,600. You guys want to pay for that? Did you pay $1,600? I want in on that box. I'm in. Yeah, I want in. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay. Senator? Did you bring it tonight? I wanted it before Rooster. Before he crushed our souls. No, for Senator, I'm going to give him the 2007. Oh, what the heck? Yeah, because guys, he's so can innocent. you lay off Rooster, please? I mean, this group could be so. See tough how this sometimes. works? <laughs> well played, Rooster. I think you need to enlist li- uh, our lizard no, listeners listen, and listen, get an let opinion. Me, let me let me be totally honest. I mean, whatever sticks that I have, I always share. Do I not? Whenever you guys come to my house, of course, I, always. I put the sticks out. I mean, I put my whole humidor out on the table. Extreme, have whatever you want. Extreme generosity. So I'm telling you right now, I have boxes of M- the MDO number two, 2007, so we can split. I really didn't know that you guys would really want that and be willing to pay the price that I paid. Hmm. 
I want to see a receipt. So the, <laughs> <laughs> that's Same. a fair point, man. This is, I mean, this this is a gentleman who's learned. <laughs> I got a point. I got a point. <laughs> so that's where I'm at. That's my that's my so two I cents. you know as you know uh, oh we have to get, I know you want to dismiss involving oh and he's a good friend of yeah, yours. No, no, that's fine. That's he yeah. he was accurate. I mean, it's not like Rooster's name on Bond Roberts is. Very secretive. Yeah, I mean, it's that's, as if that's a, what, it's as biggest, if it says lizard rooster. Biggest, I mean, biggest mistake I made. I'm using Parker Hale from now on. <laughs> Parker. <laughs> Parker Hale. Uh, Parker Hale. Where'd you get that one? That's, I like that's my sniper rifle. No, Parker no. Hale. Oh boy. <laughs> that's my sniper. For for the raccoons. <laughs> I saw. I, I had a. Uh, there was a dead raccoon in front of my driveway yesterday. What's that got to do with me? It was rooster. I was, I was wondering where, where you were about. <laughs> he was sending a signal. Yeah. Only one man's grabbed a raccoon with his bare heads, and his name's Rooster. Is, is that why you showed up today? Yeah. Rooster the raccoon killer. He's like, I better show up. There was a dead raccoon in Mawa. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Rooster, I, um, I appreciate your quick correction. I've, I felt it was a correction. I appreciate the quick correction. I don't um, like this. You guys it was, are it was, being too it light It was on never him. a mistake to be corrected to begin with. But, but oh boy, uh, I still that, took oh it off. Boy, okay, Senator. Box oh boy. Senator. I still took the box off in the good accountability faith. hour has not worked successfully. This no, time. it has not. <laughs> not at all. You're okay. not being you're not accounting for your sins. <laughs> I think let's go back to Bam Bam. I think it's easier. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's much easier. <laughs> rooster, this is rooster. <laughs> <laughs> Repeat after me. <laughs> All right, well, I think that this is a, a, a lesson for all lizards out there. And by the way, I have to say, I feel like O is the honorary commander of the lizard army in finding this. Mm. It's like the lizard CIA. Right, yeah, let's, he's, he's let's, not, let's not go too far. We, the lizard army is strong, and, and we need to know when there are, you know... When a soldier has stepped out of line. Yeah, yeah breaches of protocol. That's right. We need to know about these things. So uh, I encourage all the listeners out there to keep your, uh, your fellow lizards accountable mm-hmm. in your local groups. I think the court martial was a little unnecessary. I, I, but oh, oh, oh. thanks. You have a new another lawyer on your thanks, side. Grindr. Yeah, go ahead, Grinder. I, I, I'd like to I, hear this. I agree. I can't wait for Grinder and I to enjoy these OC. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. You know, in two days we'll see Senator with an O seven in his hand. Yeah, he's gonna have three of them. <laughs> oh man! All right, boys, we're about halfway through the Trinidad Fundadores. An excellent cigar so far. It's spectacular. I would say for me, this is not the best Fundadores I've ever had, this 18. I've had some other ones that are performing better and taste a little better. I'm curious, um, what are you guys experiencing right now? I think it's very good. It's excellent. It's excellent. This is all what I remember from the ones I've had. I mean, this is just like... Me too. Just like the ones from the past. You gave me a... I think you gave me an 07 once. Was it 07? It's probably a 16 or a 17. Yeah, we've never had 07 Fundadoras. That was phenomenal. Yeah, that was really delicious. Maybe a Was it better than the one you're having now? I think this is on par. Mm. Wait a minute, you, you got 2017? You all the shit on that. I, well, remember we we all we all we got, wanted every yeah, year. We split every year oh, between yeah, 16 and right, 19. Yeah. Right, we so we each yeah. got uh, six, I think, yeah. of each year. Um, and I find that the 19s, 18 and 19, are performing the best out of the four. That seems like ages ago. Yeah. It does. Right? Yeah. It's like two years almost. Yeah. That was a fun night. What, what, was, that at the ste- was that uh, the night of the steakhouse? There was a night of the steakhouse. And, uh, what steakhouse? Brickhouse. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I don't when, think it was uh, that night. 
No, uh, it the, wasn't. The, the Fundy night when we split them up was at my lounge. It was, yeah. a, it it was at lounge. Senator's Lounge. At the yeah. Senator's Lounge, yeah. But I remember, I think the Fundy came out from somebody in Pennsylvania, and you guys said, all right, we're all on it. And I think you <laughs> oh, ordered it right Oh, he's talking there. about when I ordered it. Yeah, yeah, I found a guy in Pennsylvania that? that had the yeah. 16 and 17 and ordered them. At, that's exactly right. That's a, Yeah, good memory. And we did 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah. So, boys, we're going to Cuba very soon. Excited. Very, very soon. I'm very excited about it. Going for a week. Yep. I'm going for a little bit longer. Because um, you're an insider. <laughs> Well, he's our advanced guy. Yes, yeah. he is. I'm going to yeah. go down there and make sure everything works and advanced, everything's good. Advanced scout. scout. But uh, very excited to have the Lizards join this time. Join yeah. Bam and I. Yes, sir. Can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, man. Tell you, whatever expectations you have, it's going to blow your expectations out of the water. Yeah. Well, I thought you were going to say lower them, but this <laughs> no. is great. No, it's it's really a, it's really a magical place. Got some great dinner, dinner reservations for us already. We got La, three dinner La reservations. Garita. La Garita, we're doing that. La Cocinero. Yeah, Cocinero. And should uh, also do that other one. Uh, we're going to do Carbone. Carbone. Yeah. Just oh God, you're doing a lot of research, Roosted. I'm impressed. That's all I do, dude. Just don't bring your dad jeans, guys, whatever you do. Don't bring the dad <laughs> Have jeans. Have you ever seen any of us wear dad jeans, dude? Oh, I'm wearing dad jeans right now. No, those aren't dad jeans. <laughs> <laughs> call, call it out, Bam. I want to hear this. I'm what is a dad word? I'd word. like to hear this. Go yeah. ahead, Bam. Well, Come on, dad, you got blasted a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. It's where so. the jeans sag in the ass like you took a dump. <laughs> and they bunch up at the bottom uh, above your shoes like a layer of pancakes. <laughs> that is just... I hate that. You know, you for, know that, that's look, what's in style in Cuba. I don't know no, what you're talking about. No, it's not. They're at least 30 years Banging behind. around Jersey on the weekend, okay. But when you're away, you got to... Yeah, level up a bit, man. Are you Listen, wearing? I'm, are these dad jeans? They're kind of are actually. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be wearing hot pants. Hot pants. So are hot you pants. saying don't bring the Z Cavariches and the no. Capazio shoes? Well, the Cavariches, no. no. <laughs> the cockroach killers. <laughs> Leave your Ferragamos at home. Uh, I'll have my golden chain on for sure. Yeah, just guayaberas and uh, uh, yeah. straw hats. Are you guys, yep. guys going to have fedoras or anything like that, dude? Yeah. I, I'm going to show Bam. I brought the uh, Guayabera. You have it with you? What's I that? do. It's in the car. Is that a special hat? I'm no, not no, a special no, it's, shirt. It's a shirt with like four pockets. So you can put like, you know, cigars in each pocket. Is it linen? It's linen. Okay, great. It's, it's great when you don't wear anything below. <laughs> yeah. You know that, what? Pagoda, why don't you stay home? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to get us in trouble. Bam, gonna, kill his mic. I, I, I can't. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm very, very excited about it. I hope I, you know the one thing I, I, you know, I, I told you guys off, uh, Mike. The one thing that I'm going to do that's different this time is I'm going to bring all of the cigars I plan to smoke with me. I am not going to smoke any fresh or humid stuff when I am there. Because, Are you going to be taking some Cubans? Yeah, uh, oh, I'm going to bring a full Tupper Tupperdoor full of Cubans and non-Cubans to smoke all week, and I'm not. Gonna smoke any fresh stuff when so, you're look, in there. So, a Tupper door full. Well, you know, like my Home Depot case that you. Oh, always we curse. can't wait to see that make it. So, appearance. Uh, oh, yeah. I have That's something to enough. say about that. That's I not do. Enough. So, honestly, every cigar that I smoked out of a shop that I purchased was I thought was very good. Even the Schwa Supreme at the Cohiba Atmosphere. Schwa was the best one I smoked yeah, it was all very week. Good. You but know, every, and I had a lot of others that were not. Well, you smoked. You and I smoked a lot of cigars that we were given at the Pargus Festival. Those were. They were very, yeah. very young and potent, but those were customs, right? No, we got no. some. No, we got QDs, some sticks that were Romeos, um, P two. Yeah, 
A lot of parties. Actually, of the course. only one that I smoked that we were handed at the the Gala. finale dinner of the uh, Amigos de Portugas was uh, the uh, uh, Ciclo Six. That was good. That was good. Yeah. It, it sounds like you can take a six pack to a brewery. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, you got to come correct. I, I want to have a better experience with cigars. I, yeah, mean, I mean, as I've said on the, the Giz, pre- Gizmo almost died on this trip smoking some of these cigars. Some of it was rough. He was out so, for a whole day. Uh, I, I know he had only two a day. I mean, it's a, <laughs> I smoked less there than I do here. Yeah, it, because it hits you really hard. It does. Those cigars do. Now I'll bring Cubans as well, but I'm not sure how many yet. Are you sure uh, it wasn't the many on the way back? I like I'm a little confused. No, two, right, on the way there, two huh? Cuba. Yeah, no, I, not a lot, but a few. Day four or five, I I got pretty blasted with with nicotine, off of some of the custom rolls oh, and, and some of the fresh stuff we were smoking. They blow you out. Of it the put water. me out for the night. It wasn't it wasn't like I was throwing up or anything. But I, I just did not feel good. Yeah, I think he, guys, you need to be in training. You need to be smoking cigarettes the week before. You let go. them. <laughs> you know what? Let them experience it. Yeah. Let let them let them lose. So yeah. can you not go to a go to a, a LCDH and pick up like a D four? You can. Yeah. Right. Yep. But what you're gonna feel when you pick that D four up is you're gonna feel the humidity. Well, uh, I'll be honest. I had I had Monty twos. I had the Upman two at the Partica shop. They were fantastic. So everybody Every take cigar, a kilo of silica beads. Yeah, bring some kitty litter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I can see Gizmo now going to every LCDH there, handing out kitty litter. So yeah. you're going there three days early. Yeah. So your job number one is to get SIM cards. <laughs> Make sure I get the bedroom with the balcony. Nope. And number four, number three is to get some uh, take. Get some cigars and put them in the Tupperware with some beads. There you go. Dry box them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and if you can, and if you You're can so leave, I'm going to send you an invoice for stuff. <laughs> and if you can leave a bottle of rum and a few cigars on the bed, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, and cookies and a little you know, a little towel. I'm, I'm going to make it like yeah. a lion or something. Swan. Yeah. A swan. Oh, you want swans? Okay. And some uppers. Swans are hard. <laughs> swans are hard. <laughs> you know what made it special? The the quality of the food and how affordable it was. Where we stayed, it was okay, but where we're going to stay looks incredible for the price that we're paying. It just it's yeah it's we're staying un- right on the Malacone. Unparalleled. What's the what's the like? What are Cuban dishes? A ropa vieja. Cuban sandwich. A lot, a lot of pork. Um, we actually no, didn't that, see any Cuban do you know sandwiches. That Cuban Cuban no. sandwich is an American. That's thing. an American. It's not a yeah. Cuban thing. yeah. No, I didn't. See there any is a lot of pork though, but we were fortunate. I mean, I I felt like we were getting really high quality. A lot um, of seafood meals, seafood, fresh seafood. That lobster meal with red snapper and sushi and sashimi appetizer was off the charts. Yeah, it was awesome. I where, got a reservation where was there that? too. And it's like in the it's it's actually a bit. It's, it's like a, it's, it's a, a house. bit scary. Well, it's a house, but it's kind of tucked away on the water, and you got to know how to get there. Yeah, it's a weird. It's spot. a little yeah, yeah. Right. yeah but it's, it's a weird spot. It's, a, it's, a, it's really cool. Yeah, it's a palador. Yeah, right? yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's it's really an amazing experience. And we're going to do it right, and uh, hope you guys are having a great time. We'll see. Do they have Paul Roger there? Uh, <laughs> I think Senator's going to take his that's own stash big, of drinks. That's a big negative. <laughs> He's coming with a case of Paul Roger. We'll have to ship a case down. You know, honestly, if for get, the Cuban people, on you know, if we get into the Kempinski and some of the other hotels there, you may find it there. Yeah, ah, that's what you, I like to hear. Honestly, yeah. some of the hotels may have it, but we didn't get into any of those places. And we we didn't try terribly hard. I mean, we, yeah. we most well, nights we were at yeah. the Nacional. We'll, we got we'll turned away it. from the. Kempinski. But don't worry, now now the two New Yorkers are going to be there, so you're going to oh, get. I can't wait to fucking. You're going to get in. Oh. Yeah. I am going to just sit back. I'm taking three steps back. I want to see you guys work. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. We, listen, we're not used to waiting in lines for clubs in New York, you know? We didn't wait in lines. We just 
paid the doorman off. And that one nightclub that we went to. Yeah. It's off the chain. Amazing. Yeah, we're going to have a good time, boys. For many reasons. I'd love to see Giz dance. You remember the name? I don't. Fabrik Day Art? No. Oh, the other club. No, I don't remember the name of that. Yeah. I'll figure it out. We'll we'll find it. Yeah, I'll figure it out before we go. Now, Fabrik Day Art was awesome. Yeah. So Fabrik Day Art, did we talk about that on the pod? Never. Okay, so that's, it was an incredible, I think it's three or four story. Yeah. Uh, it's right next it looks to looks like a museum, but it's also a club. It's 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 yeah. like a it's an art installation, is what I would call it. So there are multiple levels that intersect. Um, there are bars. There's some areas where you can eat. Ton of artwork and different media and multiple medias. Everything from music to you know oil on canvas to hand drawing, sculpture, you name it. It was really fascinating, and it kind of meander through the building. Really quite cool, and you got pockets of people hanging out. Of all different ages, you know, it's really cool. And the artists that they have in Fabrique Day Art are all local artists, and you can actually buy the art almost off the wall if you so chose. I would have bought a few things if it wasn't, you know. Yeah, it's so difficult to get, to get it out. Back, yeah. But you know, it's um, it's it, you come in, it's it's a dance club on the first floor, and then as you start to work your way upstairs, mm-hmm. um, it's just incredible art installations, oh, dynamic stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, a lot of fun, and that's right next to the restaurant that we're going to go to, Cocinero. I love that place. Yeah, it was amazing. All I want to do is smoke cigars. <laughs> okay, you're eat, shoot. Okay, chill. You got it. Relax. You got it. That's it. Take it. You're going to take it easy. I'm in. That's it. <laughs> yep. I don't need to see anything. What's the weather like at that time of the year? 82. It's perfect every yeah. day. Low 80s. It's humid. At night, it'll be high 70s. It'll be like, it'll be it's like Miami weather. Yeah. Yeah. I actually think it'll be a little March. bit better than Miami. November it, November to April is like the best time to go to Cuba. Because there's not a lot of rain. Like, unlike Florida, there's a lot of rain pockets. Um, there's not... I can't get enough of this tequila. I'm sorry. It's amazing. It's yeah. just off the charts. Yeah, we see that. Just a drop, Senator. <laughs> we see that. I am taking it down like Gatorade. How are the beaches? Did you... Uh... End up going to the beaches we at all? We go to a you sand beach. You they have did, to that's go. Good. Thank you, you so much. You have to travel a little bit, about yeah. two, two and a half hours to four hours. I told them I was going to wear my Speedo, and they just said no beach today. Yeah, we canceled it. Yeah. <laughs> wear it over your dad jeans. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> your dad banana, banana hammock is a little, <laughs> a little ruffles and baggy on the ass. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, so it's going to be fun, boys. Really looking forward to doing that with you guys. You know, one thing we promised ourselves, we weren't going to go back to Cuba un- unless we were able to at least competently speak yeah. and communicate. That's not happening. No. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Google Translate. We dropped the ball. Take yeah. some babble classes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I wanted to mention, we uh, we talked about the Partagas Anahados on that episode we did recently. Remember that? A few weeks ago? Uh, and uh, we talked about how there's a trust issue with Habanos, as we've talked about a thousand times, but specific to the Anahados line, uh, questioning whether when they roll those cigars, if they're actually intending to uh, put them with Partagas or Upman or whatever it may be, or they just kind of roll them, they let them sit and see where it goes. And uh, we had a listener, uh, Lizard Bobby, emailed us, and he said, um, you know, he said we were talking about that. I wanted to uh, mention a couple things. He said, you know, um, Habanos does stupid shit all the time. I totally believe they do something like what you guys were talking about, you know, taking an unbanded aged cigar and deciding after effect to slap a Partagas band on it, which is kind of was my argument as a, as a real possibility. Now, we had a great experience that, with that cigar, but a lot of folks yeah. can't stand the Anahados line. 
Um, what, what he sent me, which is really, really interesting, and I don't know if you guys have seen this. So he said, here's an example I've, I've attached. It's a San Cristobal LCDH, which never existed is in the, the Punch 48 size accidentally, but, uh, boxed as such. So the box is a Punch 48 box, 10-count box, and the cigars showed up with San Cristobal bands on them with LCDH. Was that on one of our feeds of our groups? Isn't that called a collab? <laughs> Isn't that called <laughs> a box of fakes? That's what I bought. No, he got it from a legitimate retailer. Wow. And you know there's a shortage of boxes in Cuba, yeah, right? Yeah. So they're Although, just recycling it. If we get into um, the La Corona factory, you'll see. I sent you guys photographs. What do you mean if? Stacks, if, I don't know, stacks of boxes to the ceiling. But you said there were no boxes. That's there was a shortage. No, of there's boxes. a shortage of boxes now. I think this is in the past. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's it's really kind of shocking to see a punch forty eight box yeah. stuffed with San Cristobal. How uh, would you LCDH feel? How would you feel if you received that? I'd be a little weirded out. Yeah. But I mean, it kind of does it add validity, or is it Cuba being Cuba? You know, I mean, they do all kinds of stupid shit. They I mean, it, it is a San Cristobal cigar in a punch box. Or is it a punch cigar with a San Cristobal label on it that, that they mislabeled? Like a, that looks like a San Cristobal. I don't think it does, right? Yeah, I don't know, but I don't think anyone in this room in their right mind would buy that box. No, no. And because then uh, Cuba's okay. Cuba's being Cuba, but I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of San Cristobal. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I had a few of them. I don't love them. Yeah. The, what was the one we did on the podcast? Don't mention it, please. Ah, uh, the La Punta. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. Um, the pro the Prado is decent. But it's okay. Yeah. What is it? Is that a Robusto? The Prado or Prado? Petit Corona? I don't yeah, remember. Like what a it Corona is. Size. The other thing that he mentioned too that adds to the the questions is uh, he says he remembers seeing uh, posted a ten count box uh, that was six cigars of Monte Cristo, one <laughs> stick banded as Partagas, one banded as Punch, and one was banded as Bolivar. Well, I've never seen that. One unbanded. It was as if they ran out of Monty bands and slapped whatever they had laying That's around. That's called the, the Selection Especial. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I think he needs to stop buying from the place he's buying. Where is he buying? No, he from? didn't buy these. So, yeah, you know, his, he says, point being, I don't trust Cuba and I don't take them at their word. Who knows what those Partagas Anahados you guys smoked are? We will never know. The other thing that he said, which is an argument that I kind of got into in Cuba with that a couple a of our cigar, guys. Though. That was a good cigar. It was. It was an amazing cigar. Yeah. We, I think we, what was it? It was Highly high nines. Uh, he said the other thing he said, uh, which I like this argument too, to think that certain farms are dedicated to a certain marca is silly in his opinion. I think consistency with marcas is shoddy at best. So, I mean, a lot of questions with Habanos, man, and how they do business. Now, did he? Where did he source them? Right, but he didn't buy these. He was seeing these as folks he just that, came across them. That, that folks had purchased uh, legitimate boxes, you know, from reputable retailers. And, I don't, you know, he had done that due diligence enough. To, I, I don't think Cuba would do that. I've seen them. I mean, I've seen them on our groups. You know. So, anyways, thanks, Bobby, for uh, writing us. Certainly, as a question for the ages of mm. what Habanos is doing down there. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, boys, we're into the last third here of the Trinidad Fundadores. I'm in the last half. You yeah, are. You're smoking Very slow. slow. What are you guys thinking? It's still a stellar cigar. Pagoda, where does this fall for you? 
you know, uh, you remember we did the My Father number four. Um, I think it's really interesting. This is, um, I think, please don't compare. way better, way better. Good. Yeah. More flavorful. I get a lot of floral and salty. I've been seeking that honey sweetness. I got a little bit of the sweetness, but on occasion. It didn't, it's not, for me, it's not been flowing through the whole you know, uh, stick. Pagoda, you were on a motorcycle heading toward the cliff. <laughs> And then you turned slightly, very sharply. You saved yourself. No, listen. That's where I roll. All right, man. Pagoda, Pagoda went hunting and he saw a sign, bear left. So yeah. Cliffhanger. And, and, and he <laughs> came just, back. He just bared left. <laughs> I will say the, the last third, as I'm coming into it now, is better than the, the, the second third. It's very tasty. The last third is definitely improved. Yeah. This cigar definitely doesn't hold up to my experiences with Fundadors. This specific cigar I'm, mm. I'm smoking tonight. I don't know. I'm, I think I'm, the whole cigar has been awesome. For I, me. I totally agree, Rooster. Yeah, totally. I'm really surprised to hear you say that. Well, it could just be this cigar. I mean, who knows? Should you be. Know? I mean, yeah. I've never had a, a Fundadors that I've really complained you need about. You to calibrate your tower, dude. <laughs> <laughs> a couple wow. other guys are smoking bam, out of bam, them. Bam, I love this. Senator and Pagoda. Senator and Pagoda are both smoking out of the same no, box that I brought this No, I'm really from. enjoying it. And actually, what I find is that it's leaving a very um, reasonable, like, you know how we say cigars can have a long finish. It's one of those where it's leaving a really good, pleasant flavor in my mouth that I love it. Yeah, and and it, that's what I... That's what I really seek in a cigar anyway. So. That's very accurate. I, I, I never yeah. thought Pagoda was actually, he would ever occur those words, floral notes that he's enjoying. <laughs> this is true. It is, it, is, it is floral salty. It's definitely. Yeah. He goes for salty. those deep, But, you know, deep I, I smoke the Ras uh, nearly every day mm. to begin my whole evening. So I, I think I've got accustomed to certain notes. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's changing my flavor profile. But once awesome. again, I think this would be my first cigar. Of the evening, maybe in the afternoon. It's mm. not something I'd be smoking. He brings up an interesting point. You know, we've talked about Padrones and how uh, some of us in this room, we love the full-flavored Padrones, the family reserve especially. And I think Senator and I were talking about how, for me personally, I went from that really full-flavored family reserve Padron to the, you know, 26 line, the eight, the 64 line. It, it, for me, I've never gone back. So... You know, I hope you're experiencing a similar journey. So much so, I I got to tell you this. In the last couple of months, if you see, like I'll smoke a lot of the Ras and the Dominicana, the Davidoff uh, Dominicana. Yeah. And I'm not really reaching up for the Padrones recently. Mm. Like you you probably have seen. I used to smoke Padrones every well, night. Remember, I mean, the Exclusivo yes, is something that we... That's I don't know whether my palate's changing or what I'm really enjoying mm. is changing. It's just been something know, different. I just have to say, I'm really glad to hear this, Pagoda. Um, I will happily take all your Padrones. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't like them anymore? No. I know. I love them. I love them. Hey, listen, I didn't say I don't enjoy them. I'll tell them. you, this group I'm is very just... quick to uh, acquire boxes. <laughs> I, mean, I just haven't I been reaching out for them. I don't want them to suffer through them. That's but, a good point, Senator. But, you know, on the other hand, uh, you know, a couple of my Padrones are aging a lot more, so I'm uh, hoping that, you know, the 80th, like yours, uh, five years into it would be great. As Puba said, you really, I had an 80th the other day. It, you really spoiled that cigar for us with Big those time. aged cigars. Big time. That was a spoiled job. So, Grinder, what are you thinking about the Fundadors? I, I love the Fundadors. Um, I'm getting a little more bite this, sec, this second half. Than, Good bite or bad bite? Not, not, it's not bad, but it's bite that's not as pleasurable as it was before. It's gotten fuller. Yeah, maybe it's that's little, it. Maybe that's yeah. it. But what do you think, Senator? So I, I think. The fundy, always the first two thirds are firmly medium, very dessert-like. The last third, 
always picks up. I it think does. the last third gets medium full. Um, this 2018, I think in the last third, kind of what I think Grinder's getting at shows a little bit of youth. Um, with some more age, I don't think you get as much of the bite. But the challenge is I, I, I almost like the first two thirds of some of the fresher ones than I do the older ones, but the last third where the youth shows, I don't love as much as with some of the ones older ones. Age. So mm-hmm. there's kind of, you know, pros and cons to each. It's complicated. How are you feeling about this one? The last third that you're into? Um, I'll be honest. I'm not loving the last third. Mm. Uh, the first two thirds I was very, very happy with very consistent with my experience with most fundies. The last third, I'm very ambivalent. I don't know. I'm so I'm still getting that a lot of that fruit and dessert like note, but it's being it's infused with earth notes and a deep coffee, and there is a good bite for me. I like that richer version of this as you get to the end. You know, the thing I'm thinking about as I'm kind of like wavering on on how I'm feeling about the cigar right now, and the second third was was okay. Um, what I'm wondering is, as I, I've smoked the, the 19s and the 21s that I have. I feel, to use one of Puba's words, I feel like they preview really well. And I'm wondering what those are going to smoke like with five-plus years on them. I feel like they're going to perform better than this is at five years. Like, I'm happy that I have the younger boxes because I feel like they're going to age better than the one in my hand does. Also, you're smoking it very quick. Am I? Yeah, um, you're, you're ahead. Yeah, I'm right with Senator and uh, Grinder. Yeah, I'm the slowest. And, and Pagoda. Yeah, I'm a little ahead. Let's see where you are. I can't see you. Oh, you are really way ahead. Yeah. It's Giz- a great Giz- cigar. You've got to smoke it quick. You're almost no. at the nub. Gizmo's a nervous smoker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I nervous we're, about? We're making him nervous. <laughs> but but do you think that having the, the drink, the tequila, kind of changes the way you perceive the cigar as well? I think it's very complimentary of uh, the sure. cigar because yeah. uh, it should floor, be complimentary. I don't think it ever notes. takes away. Yeah, I think they're dancing perfectly together. Yeah. yeah, it's when you have a spirit that overwhelms a cigar; it's not as enjoyable, and you don't know what that is until you try it. Or that's why, like, if this were an extra nejo, I would never have picked an extra nejo for this cigar because that would have so much flavor. Like you think of that, uh, you know, Tapatio Excelencia. We did. That's a meal unto itself, but for this cigar, this anejo is just perfectly balance to not overpower in any way this smoke yeah that tapatio there aren't many cubans that would smoke with that spirit really that's a new world deep padrone-esque type of experience agreed which is also awesome i can't wait to rate that tequila yeah i really loved it what what do you think of the tequila i'm curious um you want my honest opinion it's awesome yeah Probably the best tequila I've had. Okay, I thought that was the case because I saw in the corner of my eye earlier, and I was going to mention this, and it totally slipped my mind. I saw Pagoda kind of wagging his his glass, kind of like oh. Bam Bam with the cigar wag, and I thought that was probably a good sign. It doesn't feel like tequila to me. I like. I'm just enjoying so much. It's like he's. It's very accurate. It, it doesn't drink like a typical tequila. To, yeah. I'm really enjoying it, and I I'm just, not a big tequila guy. So. Rooster, I'll finish your glass. Bring it over. <laughs> <laughs> I just there are a few spirits that you know we say this sometimes. It drinks like such a refined spirit, and I think a lot of the cognacs we've done firmly fall in that category. No ice, 
drink beautifully neat, flavorful, but smooth. And I think some tequilas, I mean, especially with age, can have a little, can be a little aggressive sometimes. And I think this just is so well balanced. I love this tequila. I, I like the, you know, you can taste some of that oak. Yeah. Um, and that comes really, it just rounds it out nicely. And that with the sweetness, it just, it's just really palatable. It's, it's great because I'm getting the floral salty with this, with a little bit of that. It, it does, oh. it, I think, probably one of the best pairings we've had. It's delicious. Just, it's a delicious pairing. Yeah. I think I'm like smiling. I'm like, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to awesome. go against the grain this, a little bit. Oh, boy. I feel I like I'm an outlier tonight. I feel like El Tesoro does, ed, El Tesoro Añejo does edge this tequila for me a little bit. We haven't done that on the podcast. At least we didn't rate it, I don't think. But I'd like to do that because I think it does edge this a little bit, especially as I've let it sit. I've had a second glass now. Neat. Um, the finish on the El Tesoro, I prefer. It's sweeter. To the finish on this. There is a sweet Are you always drinking the El Tesoro neat or neat. with ice? I, I've never put ice in El Tesoro. All on right, that's home. good. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, that that's Ricky prescribed no ice, but... Mm -hmm. You know, on an well, artisan wait, tequila, you, you don't follow that. That's why I had to. Ask I don't that on Don Julio. On Don Julio, I don't. But on these, I do. Um, you know, I I haven't put ice. I I really yeah. love my bottle of El Tesoro at I, home. I think this and the El Tesoro both are going to rank very highly. Yeah, I think we need yeah. to do that. I think when we do the Cohiba Lancero, we should do El Tesoro Añejo. Oh, that's a good idea. And uh, and and see how it ranks because I feel like the El Tesoro edges this out for me. Do you know, have, do I've never tried the El Tesoro because I, you know, typically I'm not trying tequilas anyway. It's but. very good. I mean, Go I ahead. remember trying El Tesoro. I don't remember the the notes being similar. I it's, feel like the El Tesoro drinks very differently. It does drink very differently. I think the finish is better. It's not as sweet. It doesn't have that kind of rum thing that we're talking about with this tonight. But that's where I don't think that would pair as well with this cigar. Mm. Like, I think that drinks less dessert-like and more traditional tequila-like, which is why if I had both bottles at home, I would still pick this up with this smoke we're having today. Yeah, because the dessert note in the drink complements the dessert note in the cigar. Exactly. It's a no-brainer. Is the Cohiba Lancero also very floral? So, well, the, the Cohiba Lancero Young, the ones that I have, the 21s, are definitely going to be more of an oomph experience than we're, we're having tonight. Hmm. Now, it's they're delicious, but... I think I, I I'm curious what you guys think of that. I got more graham cracker, and I did get a lot of baking spice in that. Yeah, with coffee, but you it also has that Cohiba like earthy yeah. grass like hay thing. And that well, that's where I think El Tesoro would do better with that stick, because I feel like there's some more traditional tequila notes that are in that kind of fresher, brighter category that would go with that stick in a way that I'm not sure as as well as this with a with a fundy. And look at the combustion in the room. Yeah, a lot of smoke. And we, we didn't talk about that. I mean, the combustion is excellent on this cigar. And the fact that, what, six of us are here and we didn't have any draw issues or construction issues Not one. is a little surprising. I didn't me. see a single relight or a touch-up. Yeah. I touched mine up a little. I touched mine. Yeah, yeah, I, I touched did, mine. I did as well. Shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> You're just an expert smoker, Bam. No, I'm not, but... Cigars, so don't, don't give back in that sandbagging bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna back. I don't know what that now. means. <laughs> he 
he's still on the retainer. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. No, I do. He I, definitely I, is. Yeah, yes, he yeah. is. <laughs> I think we, I attorney think we grinder. Have, I think we, yeah. I think we should have a new name for grinder. Yeah. It should be the defender. <laughs> no, we'll call him Esquire. <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> when I when I was uh, my first job out of college was on a trading desk, and they called my they they give everyone all the analysts nicknames. And my nickname was not Esquire, it was Squire. Squire. Nice. <laughs> Squire. So good. That's so good. That's very regal, though. It is. I was a coffee boy for years. Yeah, just running to get coffee? Oh, man. For years? For years. Mm. I, wow. like, I knew every sandwich, every coffee, everything, every trade on the desk. Really? Wanted. And How many people were we talking about? I'm talking about, like, 10. Wow, that's cool. I would go there. Firstly, I had to be the first person in the office and the last person to leave. And you know, you have to pay your you have to pay your dues in sure. trading. You know, there's no easy way. And Is this in the UK or New York? It was in New York, and then it carried on to the UK. And um, it's funny because there was one day I just fought back to some trader because they in in the olden days. I'm telling you, I was. Get your own damn lunch. <laughs> no, they they used to talk really rude, and I just fought back once, and they all got up and started clapping. They said, "Now you're ready to become a trader." <laughs> you know, and I was, <laughs> you know what your nickname is now. And I was promoted. Your nickname is Spider. <laughs> In Goodfellas, like, you're a Spider. Is I'm sure. I'm sure he shanked them pretty hard. Oh yeah, yeah. So and then yeah, soon after I was promoted. <laughs> like I don't know. Maybe they knew. I don't know what the story was. It, Pagoda, that's called a successful pledge process. Is that what it is? It was very easy. <laughs> Senator knows that well. It was very well. difficult. Oh, he does. And then as soon as I got my desk, they said, all right, your clock starts ticking. Your option's going to expire by the end of the month. You better make, you better be able to pay for the seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, all right. You got to pay for that Bloomberg license. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Why are you looking at me? I like you enjoying your drink. I love it. Yeah. I fully enjoyed the cigar that much. I did. I blew through my cigar. Look at you. You hated it. I've just I'm really say, enjoying I'm, it. I'm sorry. I'm back to this. I'm having a real frustration with the final third of this cigar. Me too. Mine's biting this, extra hard now. What? It really is. Yeah. If if this cigar were exactly like it was for the first two thirds, this would be outstanding. But I am really having a hard time enjoying the final third of this. The flavor's muddled, and it's got a bite. Yeah, don't know what you're talking about. Rooster, do they know what they're talking about? Rooster. All in all, to me, this is um, they're behind. Rooster's the most behind. He hasn't. He's smoking this slow. Okay, Pagoda's just behind in general. Right by you now. Close. <laughs> it's smoking well for me. I like yeah. same. Yeah, I'm not, ha- I'm not at that point yet. Yeah, you know, it's it, not harsh. It it really does ramp up in strength. You know, and maybe that's what you're 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 speaking to, and but with a bite, that's the problem. Do you think I have it's like the it. buildup of nicotine? Maybe is that what you're getting? It, it, it's just a you know when you have a cigar, it just has like this kind of sharp harshness that you kind of feel in the back of your throat as you're drawing on the cigar. It sounds mm. like nicotine. It, it is a small it's diameter. Got, it's got a nicot. It's got a tarry, like a, a, a ashy tarry bite, but I'm not getting any tar. <laughs> like the last head out of the bong. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Poor Rooster some more tequila. <laughs> <laughs> like the tar head. Is, did you get any of that in your final nub there? I, I didn't get tar or neither, ash. Neither am I. No. I didn't, I'm not. I, but, but I'm not complimenting what you're saying. 
in that I didn't really enjoy it. The the last, uh, I had a moment when I got to the last third, I was like, okay, here we are again. We're here. And then it just kind of faded again. It, it was certainly, it did not perform anywhere close to the best fundadors I've ever had. I just, I don't know if I had a, 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 you know, a cigar out of that box that wasn't great. I don't know if I had one, you know, this box that I have isn't great. I don't know. Um, but I think that the 19s and 21s that I have are going to perform better in time. So what do you think of the 2016s and the 17s that we had? So I, I was saying before, I mean, my take on those, I think... Um, they were I, smooth. Yeah. They're very smooth. Very That's smooth. the thing. Yeah. So like for me, those, the final third is still smooth all the way through, which I really like. Like I can enjoy those down to the nub. The final third of any of these younger ones, I start to have a little bit of a hard time with where there's youth that shows, there's a little bit of a bite, and I think the flavors become more muddled. I'm not really picking out as many of the distinct notes that I was the first two thirds. So that's what I was saying. I think there's kind of pros and cons to each. I, I like the flavor profile a little bit more of the younger ones in the first two thirds, but I like I far prefer how the ones with a little more age finish on the uh, final. I mean, I mean yeah. that's that's a little uh, <laughs> we we smoked the the my father number four all the way down to the end. Yeah, yeah. For a ten dollar steak, super smooth with less age than this probably even has. On oh, it. of course, right? I mean, uh, that's crazy. I mean, this goes back to why I'm sorry I wouldn't pay more than forty dollars for this stick. Yeah, I mean, when when I purchase, if that, if that. when I, I can buy a D four for a fraction of that, and I have all never right. ever right. once said right. that in the final third of a D four, <laughs> I'm getting right. harshness or anything. Uh, right. Okay, I'll I'm pay. not getting any of this. Bam, right. are you on the Habanos payroll? I'll, I'll pay twenty five dollars for this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm definitely not getting you're, you're any getting, harshness. You're getting, <laughs> I'm getting unhappy right here. This is really on my all time cigar list. This guy there. You did pay twenty five dollars. Yeah, so I did. I by the way, the cigars that we're smoking tonight, I'm gonna. I'll sell you one of these for sixty bucks. Do you want it? No, <laughs> the cigar we smoked tonight. No, you're I paid. Like a trader, I paid sorry. thirty. We I paid thirty bucks for, at the time. Now I know it's a ninety dollars cigar, a hundred dollars cigar, but I paid at the time thirty bucks. Same, so. we all did. Yeah, I, yeah, I've that's never what we spent paid. more than six hundred and fifty so yeah. bucks on that. You know box what's a shame? Of, I know pricing does figure into our rating, which is coming up soon, and it's going to affect the the score on this guy. I don't think it it's is. not much. I don't it's think honestly it is not much. Yeah. Okay. I, I, um, yeah, but don't worry about it. It's got to do with the experience you're having. Like for me, yeah, yeah. it's agreed, just agreed. Agreed. It's smoking really well even now. Yeah. Like I'm not feeling anything. And But, but you, my palate's not as refined as you guys. No, that's but not still. true. But you grab, I disagree. I, yeah, think, I totally I think disagree. I'm tired of hearing that. You've got a great palate, but I think you like the, you do like the fuller flavor experience, and you're getting that now. I'm getting it. So yeah. I think I'm you, probably you're, enjoying you're it there. more. Yeah. Yeah. You got promoted. <laughs> now go get me a coffee. <laughs> get me a sandwich. I need a caprese sandwich, please. I like a chicken sandwich split, butterfly split <laughs> on a rye bread. Jesus, I'd be like, <laughs> "Fuck you, get your own lunch, motherfucker." Yeah, I'll tell you. Oh, oh man. So, uh, are you guys ready to do the uh, formal liquor rating on the Don Fulano Añejo? Yeah. All right, Bam Bam, you're up. I, I, don't be surprised. I'm giving it a ten. 10 i am I, i'm blown away it's it doesn't drink like a tequila it there's rum qualities there's a little there's that oakiness that you get in a scotch it's really a complex complex spirit okay worth a 10 grinder i'm giving it a nine it's one of the best i've ever had yeah okay senator i'm at a 10 um i would drink this 
it it would slot into so many places for me. It's very versatile. Like Bam said, it's very complex. Um, I I can't think of a time I wouldn't enjoy this. It's a 10 for sure. 10, 10, 10. It's a 10. Yeah. It's a 10. Nice. It's a 10. And I'll, I'll tell you, I've not what, enjoyed it. What was the, the rating tequila. again? <laughs> I haven't enjoyed it. I forgot what it was. Can you say it again? I, I, I think I'm going to go and get a bottle tomorrow. Absolutely. I have to. I have to. It's not if a, you can find it. Yeah, but this is great. Yeah. Yeah. My rating is a nine. Okay. My rating is a nine. Ooh. <laughs> and the uh, formal liquor rating, boys, is a 9.6. Excellent. I think that's a perfect score for Excellent. this. Excellent. 96. Well deserved. Is Excellent. a perfect score for yeah. this. Excellent. Beautiful. Excellent tequila. It's going to be highly recommended to a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going to be trying this in the house. Yeah. Senator, when you bought this, were there other bottles on the shelf or was it kind of low in stock? There were other bottles. Of this? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I had only tried it once. I remember liking it. It was Cinco de Mayo, so we all enjoyed ourselves a little bit. So I got one so we could do it for this pod, uh, but I'm definitely going to be back and getting more. Big time. All right, boys, we're coming to the end of the Trinidad Fundadores from Cuba. Are you guys ready to do the uh, formal lizard rating on this thing? Absolutely. All right. Rooster, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. Okay. Because it's still very good, and I'm not quite at the last third of the cigar so i'm i'm smoking it really slow i envy your but ability think, to uh, smoke that slowly i mean it's it's a small ring gauge so it has to be smoked slow and i usually do smoke smoke them slow yeah so it's 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 a nine for me maybe those that are experiencing tar have got, went through it a little quickly i don't know i'm i'm either where you are or even slightly behind <laughs> Jesus. No. All right, Ben's cut off. No more tequila for him. <laughs> Senator, what's your rating? Um, I, this pains me because I I kind of expected going. I into know where this. you're going. I'm right with you. No. Okay, so yeah. no. I, yes. I, I no. honestly, when, when, before we even hit record, I'm always going to give the, the cigar in the moment is going to define my rating. Totally. But when I've had a cigar before, I have some preconceived notions of okay, I'm likely going to give this X, and I I came in here thinking for sure I was going to give this a nine. I had zero doubt about that. I've Me had too. plenty of these cigars, but I have to say for this 2018 out of this box, out of Gizmo's humidor, <laughs> I knew that would set him off. Did you have humidity issues? Questionably calibrated. <laughs> uh, but for, for this smoke, what it is, I honestly, I, I actively did not enjoy the final third. I'm not even sure that I want to smoke this all the way down. Um, so I have to give it an eight because the first two thirds were outstanding but the final third, I I don't, I'm not enjoying this. Look, an eight is still an elite score. I'm, it is. Yeah. So I'm going to piggyback on him. I'm right. also at an eight. I came in here expecting to do a nine or a 10 tonight. It's an eight for me for sure with this cigar. Pagoda? It's a 10. It's a 10. It's a 10. Wow. wow. I'm wow. surprised to hear that out of you. Listen, my father number four was rated nine by me, meaning um, <laughs> it's, it's one of those. I love the RAS. Like, I don't know. I haven't experienced that harshness. The only thing I was seeking was a bit more sweetness, but I couldn't. Mm. It did come on occasion, but overall, I love the floral, salty, the coating of my mouth. I like it's just, I really enjoyed it. Awesome, grinder. I'm also an eight. Okay, I'm at a nine. All right. I was tossing a nine or a ten, but I think Rooster. That's a very, very fair score. I think it's fair. Yeah. I mean, how could you get this lower than the number four? <laughs> Dude, 
I mean, Rooster, I'm sorry. What is going on? I'm sorry. So, Rooster, when you just said that, you're the one who brought up earlier, and it was a very valid point, that we smoked that cigar all the way down to the we end. We did. I know. I yeah. honestly, I don't, I'm not going to smoke any more of this. And you are you haven't gotten really into the final third. I'm curious if he's going to finish it. And I think when you do, you're going to be unpleasantly surprised. Yeah. All right, boys, the formal lizard rating on the Trinidad Fundadores from 2018 is an 8.7. So that's fair. I think that's a fair rating for what we experienced tonight. I was I was expecting a 9.192, but fine. Yeah. So the uh, the other Trinidad we did on the podcast was the Colonialis. We did that on episode 26, and that edged this out, 8.8. See, that's insane. I think that experience might have been a little better than this, Bam. Maybe it's a shorter stick. Yeah. Or I think that this 2018 uh, vintage from this uh, from this Vitola is mm. not the best one. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, that's the Maybe. thing. It's this box because I, I, for me personally, any day of the week, I'm, I would always pick up a Fundy over a Colonialis. I really like the Colonialis, but I think this is a better cigar. Yeah. But how this cigar performed tonight. Tonight, yeah. That Colonialis was wonderful all the way through, and I can't say the same for this. It was delicious. I remember having the 2016, and, and from what I remember, I think that's a 10. Yeah, it was so creamy. It's creamy. Right? Creamy. I'm going to I'm gonna have to have one of those in the next few weeks. Okay. See how it is. I think for the listener, I think this is, this. if you can find it, if you've got a special occasion, it's a great cigar to have. Yeah. For something for a And I think day. every listener needs to try this. Yeah, agree. A, a passionate cigar smoker. Big time. Needs to find a Fundadores and, and certainly try it. Big because time. it's a special cigar. I've had experiences that were 10s, and unfortunately tonight, you know, we ended up in an 8.7, but... So the one we are smoking is that out of the uh, esteemed factory, El Laguito? No, it's not out of El Laguito. Right. No, but the newer ones will be. The newer ones, apparently, Cohiba one hundred percent will be out of El Laguito one hundred percent. I don't know if Trinidad is exclusively going to be there or a few factories. I'm not sure. When we were there, they said the Fundy and um, one other Vitola is coming out of the El Laguito factory. The others are scattered. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys. So a 9.6 for the Don Fulano Añejo tequila and an 8.7 for the Trinidad Fundadores. An excellent night, boys. Long cigar. Bam, sorry we didn't rate it higher. I know you were... Uh, I was expecting a higher expect- rate. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were. Don't be disappointed. I'm not. All right, boys. Great night. We'll see you all next week. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for joining us. You can find our merch store and ratings archive at our brand new website, loungelizardspod.com. That's loungelizardspod.com. Don't forget to leave us a rating and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you have any comments, questions, if you want to reach out, say hello, tell us what you're smoking, email us, hello at loungelizardspod.com. You can also find us on Instagram at loungelizardspod. We really appreciate your time. And we'll uh, we'll see you next week.